and A to Z of the Holy Land, from Arab to Zion, with Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Episode 11, K for Kibbutz. The Kibbutz way of life is not for everyone. It is meant for people who are not in the business of working harder than they should be working, in order to make more money than they need, in order to buy things they don't really want, in order to impress people they don't really like. Amos Oz The kibbutz, a collective community run on socialist principles, is portrayed in the Israeli narrative as one of the guardians of the Holy Land. Traditionally, kibbutzniks, members, ate together in a communal dining hall, wore the same clothing and shared responsibility for child-rearing, education and other social services. Their individual assets and income were held collectively. The first kibbutz, the Ganya in the Galilee, was established in 1909 on unhospitable land and others were similarly located in barren areas, including the Judea mountains and the Negev desert. Locations were also chosen for their military strategic needs. Although most kibbutzniks had no prior farming experience, most kibbutzim were based on agriculture. Since then, the kibbutz movement has changed dramatically. In 1927, 2,000 people lived on a kibbutz, but by 1939, this had increased to 24,000 on 79 kibbutzim, comprising 5% of the Jewish population of Mandate Palestine. In 1950, the figure was 67,000, accounting for 7.5% of the population of Israel, peaking in 1989 to 129,000. Today, the number has decreased to below 100,000 members on 270 kibbutzim, and farming has been replaced as the primary occupation by industry and high-tech. Only 2% of the Israelis live on a kibbutz, as younger kibbutzniks prefer to live in urban areas. The majority of kibbutzim are still secular, about 230, although there are at least 20 religiously observant kibbutzim mainly attached to the settler movement. Although rarely acknowledged by either Israelis or Palestinians, in the decades before and after the creation of the State of Israel, hundreds of young Arabs worked on kibbutzim where they learned Hebrew, sometimes taking Hebrew names. Known as the Arab Pioneer Movement, they represented a hope that was never fulfilled. In 1950, Mahmoud Yunus, a 19-year-old from Arara in northern Israel, arrived at Kibbutz Sha'ar Hamakim, which means Gate of the Valleys. Interviewed some decades later, he said, the Jews we had met until then were part of the cruel suppression by the military government. But suddenly, we were sitting with Jews as equals, eating with them in the communal dining room, working. A different Israel. The nascent Arab kibbutz movement was an initiative of left-wing Jewish secularists and existed from 1951 until 1966, the same year that military rule over the country's Arabs ended. At its height, it had 1,800 members and 45 branches in Arab villages. The majority joined the left-wing Mapam party and the movement produced local leaders as well as members of the Knesset, Israel's parliament. However, this was an encounter of two different worlds. Although the intention was not to turn Arabs into Jews, but into kibbutzniks, attempts to establish an Arab kibbutz were rejected by the Israeli authorities who prioritized Jewish settlement. 
For Valid Sadiq, who worked on a kibbutz Gan Shmuel, the Garden of Samuel, near Haifa, coexistence, he said, was forced, not genuine. Coexistence is expressed in everyday life, in deeds, not in theories. It was hypocrisy per se, and I think the same hypocrisy exists to this day. It was common for a kibbutz to be established on Arab land. Gan Shmuel, constructed in 1913, was built partly on land taken from the village of Sarkas. During the 1946-8 war, Palestinian inhabitants fled the village or were expelled. Walid Sadiq remembers raising the issue that the kibbutzim, which declared they were against land expropriations, were in fact settling these same expropriated lands. He was told, when peace comes, we will get along. He didn't believe that then or now. The end of the Arab pioneer movement was hastened by the growth of Arab nationalism, including Palestinian nationalism, as well as the increasing number of overseas volunteers who worked on kibbutzim after the 1967 Six-Day War. A fluttering of two souls is the description historian Shaul Paz applies to the kibbutz movement regarding Arabs. In his view, left-wing kibbutzniks wanted to believe that just as a new Jew was being created, so too would a new Arab, one who could be a socialist, a pioneer, and a kibbutznik. This was an illusion. The pioneering Arab movement was a short-lived experiment that disappeared from memory. With it disappeared our dreams, aspirations, and illusions that a different Israel was possible. Shaul Paz. Fifty years later, there are small but noticeable changes. In 2008, Amal Kamiya was elected the first Arab Muslim kibbutz member when she joined near Eliyahu, that is Elijah's Meadow, near Tel Aviv, and small numbers of non-Jewish members are beginning to be accepted. Although there has never been an Arab or Palestinian kibbutz, a small number of Christian kibbutzim, such as Betel near Haifa, have been established. Beit El, which means House of God, has roots in Germany, and kibbutznits there follow traditional communal living, except their lifestyle is based on interpretations of the New Testament. Local Israelis had suspected Christians of being secret missionaries with an agenda to convert Jews, but time and familiarity built a culture of trust, helped when the kibbutz began to employ residents from the neighborhood. There are now sister communities elsewhere in the Holy Land, and kibbutz members have permanent resident status in Israel, and their children serve in the army. Another example is Yad Hashmona, Memorial to the Eight. Established in 1974, it consists of Christians from Finland and Messianic Jews who preserve Finnish culture, whilst also upholding the traditional structure of a kibbutz. Establishing a non-Jewish kibbutz is not easy, but in this case, Golda Meir, then Prime Minister, approved their application, although the reasoning behind her approval remains a mystery. The majority of Yad Hashmona residents celebrate Jewish holidays, as well as Easter and Christmas. One of the most well-known is Nes Amin, Sign to the Nations, a village north of Haifa, founded by European Christians in 1963. Inhabitants include Palestinians and Israelis, Jews, Christians and Muslims. It hosts interreligious dialogue, both for local groups as well as international visitors. It is a place where Europe meets the Holy Land.
thrifts returning to nest near the western wall. <laughs>